that she's like, who are we to program and tell the crystal what to do? And I differ with her on that because I'm I like, because the crystal has like 50 million different properties to it. Yes. And yes. I just want to make sure I mean, I request, I hope it will listen to me that the one the thing that I'm using it for, this is what I need you. You can do all these yes. things. But this is the thing that I really need you for. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I continue to work with um, programming crystals because I believe in that. Well, you know what? I agree with you because I feel like the programming, maybe it's not for the crystal itself, but it's for me. It's for even my subconscious. It's, it's like, I am saying, thank you. You know, thank you, Crystal, for removing negativity. I'm Witchy. And I'm Woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. You, you, and I back together, back together again. again. Hey. <laughs> hey, Empress Shoshana. Hey, Aunt Carla. It has been a while. Yes, it has. But I'm so glad that we are having our second season of the Witchy and Woo podcast. Wow. That goes wild. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know, I know, and I know, dear listener, you have been waiting with bated breath. When are they coming back? Yes, and we are here. Because you know, like I, I love I have been since we have been taking our little hiatus, I have been binging on other people's podcasts. Ooh. And you know, it's that thing that happens when you when you find a podcast that you really like and you're listening to it, listen to it, and then like you're almost caught up, and mm-hmm. then like you're waiting for them to do another one. It's like nothing. We're not doing to that, we're not doing that to you, li- listeners. We are back. We are back back for the second season. I'm better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) So since we are back for our new season, let's talk about what have we learned since the first season, you know, our magical practices, anything that has gone, you know, any kind of transformation, because, you know, I'm all about transformation. Mm -hmm. So what has, how has your, your magic changed in the last you know, year in the last season since we first started this podcast. So I will say that I am now, am I in my year three? So it's my second year mm-hmm. in my witchcraft practice. All right now. Um, and I only, and I know that because two years ago is what, two years ago is when you wow. started wow. your um, master classes. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, that, that is how we met. Um, so it has been, I can't believe it's been two years. Um, I know. I know. And so in 2021, another thing I can't believe is I, what happened? I think a year ago or two years ago, I stopped doing tarot, ah. tarot readings because I just felt that it wasn't the best way for me to contribute to the world because I think at the time, like George Foreman, George Foreman, Ah. Floyd had (laughs) happened and like everything was unrest. I'm like, that's not terrible for me. Wasn't the best way for me to help contribute, to help everyone calm the hell down. That's when I really focused and started focusing on Reiki. And recently throughout this year, I guess we'll say like November, December, I started to do tarot again. I started to bring it back in. And actually I realized that 
um, last month signifies a decade that I have been a tarot reader. Wow. Decade. That's that's 10 years. It is. I can't believe it. I was just sitting there thinking, how long have I been doing tarot? I was like, oh my God. Yes. February of 2012 is when I picked up my first deck. And I still have that first deck too. Yeah. The book and everything. And it is just crazy. So this 2021, it was really me focusing on what I actually want to study, what I want to practice. Because in 2020, I was doing everything. I was looking into numerology, astrology, pranic healing, mediumship, you name it, I was studying it. And Mm -hmm. at one point I'm like, okay, studying is great, but I need to like implement something. Yes. Start using something. So I started to like really pare down things. So I let mediumship go. Um, and I let numerology go because it's math and I just, we just don't get along. Got and right. also uh, in another, I think a science synchronicities, I don't really believe in the angel numbers. Mm-hmm. And when I say I don't believe in them, it's like, I just don't put a whole lot of weight in it. If a number pops up, I see five, five, five or one, two, three, four. I just think, okay, whatever I'm thinking in that moment is yes. right. Yes. Um, and that's how I do it. So numerology wasn't for me. Um, so what I've, what I've done is I pared down, I do tarot. I've studied crystal therapy, yes. hibiscus, moons, crystal, certi- certified crystal practitioner academy. It's a yes, whole lot yes. of names. But um, this is the last year that she's doing it. Um, but I've learned so much about crystals and how they work. And, and um, I do crystal therapy and people I've, I've given you a session on Carla. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed it very much. You did, you did. And it's just, I'm full of like, what I've learned is that I'm really all about energy. So I'm mm-hmm. also moving forward with astrology and learning more about that on my own. I was part of a year long um, group, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was just too intense for me. And I just right, couldn't, right. it was too intense. I couldn't do it. So now I'm just doing it on my own and really studying how right now, how my moods fluctuate with the, with the moon phases mm-hmm. and also with, and seeing like, if there's a pattern right now, I know that the last day of the waning crescent and the first day of the new moon, I am emotional on the waiting for the last day, I'm emotional. I want to cry. And then on the first day of the new moon, I have like all this energy that I can't sit still. Wow. How, how long have you been tracking this? I've been tracking off and on. I started for a year. Wow. Okay. Off and on for a year. And it's always around the new. Usually I hear people get like, um, not a, maybe not emotional, but they feel some type of way around the full moon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because it's like full and pregnant. I, I say pregnant with possibilities, yes. but for me, it, it's not that it's that darkness and that little light just like f- apparently freaks me out. <laughs> like, oh, turn out light. So, <laughs> you know what I love about the story you just shared or, or just what you just shared in general, you you dove into a lot of different things and then you decided, okay, I, I, I'm attracted to things that I'm attracted to energy, things that have to do with energy work. And you let go of the things that you didn't necessarily resonate with as much. And the thing I love about that, or just, I love, you know, when I'm teaching like newer, you know, which is magic, you know, magician, magic, magicians, magical people, spiritual practitioners, whatever you want to call yourself, dear listener, 
it's good to just like dive in and, and immerse yourself in all of these different topics because you never know what is going to be the thing that hits you. Like as long as you have some kind of like spark, something sparks your, you know, your imagination, your excitement, like dive in and not everything is going to go the long haul, but some things will. And, you know, and I always say, you know, you should have a book, you should have some kind of journal and keep records of, of stuff because, but even if you don't, you might start to notice patterns like, oh, okay, I like all of these different things or, you know, this is really cool, but, uh, or the other part that I loved about your story is that you can't, you also come back to things. And that's, I feel like spiritual practices are very cyclical. It's, it's always a spiral kind of thing. Like you jump into one thing and then, um, you might be really into something for like two whole months. And mm -hmm. then after that, you're like, mm, I'm good. And then you move on to something else. But maybe five years from now, it'll come back or it won't. But it's like, allow yourself to dig into those different topics and allow yourself to be, you know, to, to lose interest. It's all good. And this is how you discover your particular talents and the things that you are attracted to. So I, I love that. I love that. Um, you're talking about, uh, astrology. I know for me, I definitely did more astrology work last year. Like I really went deep into that and I had had some kind of moment, some kind of light bulb moment, aha moment where I realized, wait, these cycles, they're, they're celestial, you know, astrology, they're all about cycles. And, you know, we have these four seasons every year and each season, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall, each one of those formal seasons of three months long, each has a miniature season, which is astrology. So like when we, we talk about like the wheel of the year, like it never really connected to me until now, because now I understand, like, I'm still not following like the witch's wheel of the year. Like that's not necessarily my thing, but I also see how they are connected. So, you know, when you have your first day of spring or your, you know, your, your, you have your equinoxes or you have your solstice, it's also the first day of some new astrological season. And it's also going to be like another click you know, for some of them, um, another like turn of the, the witch's calendar. So I just started realizing, wait, these are different cycles and we go through them, you know, every year and they affect us all and, you know, in different ways, of course, but it's this clock in the sky. And I really went deep into that. And I really enjoyed you know, learning about astrology and going deep. And it's something that I continue to do. But, um, you know, and, and for me, I like last year, especially I started going deeper into how do these cycles affect manifestations? So that's how I got into like doing those, the, the, the crayon covens. So, you know, we would get together and we, I'd come up with a symbol and we'd all, you know, draw it and activate it. And it was a representative of the energy of every single astrological season. So that, so, so yeah, astrology really was this, I just went deeper. And that's one of the things that I went deeper into last year. Absolutely. And dear listener, if you want to be part of the Crayon Coven and things, Aunt Carla has her membership coming up. With yes, you. yes. Magical You. I had done it last at, in winter. I had um, from end of December to uh, the beginning of spring. It was a membership group and it was just like a short 
um, it was just like a short, small group, a coaching group, coaching coven circle, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like it will be, I think it's a better way to serve the community if I create a membership, like a, a monthly membership. That way, you know, you pay once a month and then you get to go to all the different, you know, um, all of the rituals. And, you know, we'd still have like the Q&As and, you know, we'll have these little teaching sessions. And um, I'm really excited about that. So, yes, thank you for mentioning it. So that's go going to be the new Magical You monthly membership. So you'll be hearing more about that as well. So thank you for saying that, Shoshana. Because I love those things, those, the crayon coven, especially when, for the new moon, because it's fun like to sit and you color. And you ask us like questions for us to get to process and so that we're kind of emptying out what what happened previous cycle and then we're bringing in the new and then we get to color. Yes, absolutely. Color, coloring, you know, just brings you back and, you know, brings you in touch with your inner child. And now that you're also not mentioning, I'm going to be doing something different for the full moon. I'm going to be different, doing a different kind of ritual for the full moon, which will be more about the future you. That was something I would do every so often, mm -hmm. but I want to do, I want to go harder on the future you um, ritual. And it will be something that, because, you know, when, when we think about manifesting things in our life, we talk about, oh, I want to, you know, be with my soulmate or I want to start a business. I want to go back to school. We think of ourselves like that future you, that future person who has manifested that thing as someone way in the future. But what if it didn't take forever? What if there was a way to to embody those characteristics now instead of waiting for some future moment mm -hmm. so i will be introducing that so that'll be something different too so um stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome so what i am doing with astrology at uh, Okay, I don't think anyone ever on this planet is going to know everything about astrology. There is always something to learn. There are always. so there are different um, categories, for lack of better term, different different uh, ways to practice or to read charts and all those things. I don't know if I'm going to be that great or to be, to be able to read a chart. Um, although I know enough astrology, I think, to be almost dangerous with it. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, when tracking the cycles, what I what I was doing and I fell off was matching the zodiac season, so Pisces, and looking to see what where Pisces was in my house, in mm. my chart, what house it was in my chart, and then the houses are er different areas of your life. Right. So I would say, okay, so Pisces is in, I, I can't know off the top of my head right now. It's in this one. So that for that month, I would focus on those things. If I were going to do a spell or, or intentions, I would do it to have something to do with that house and what's going on there. So, so for example, in my, in my birth chart, Mars was in Pisces. So is that what you mean? Like, so what was going on at the time of my birth? I should do something regarding Mars or that's something totally What's, different. What house number? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so never was, mind. So if it was, <laughs> let's say it was in the sixth house, sixth house, yeah. I think it's about like daily routines and everything. So ah. then I would think like, okay, so how do I want to work on these daily routines? If Mars was in there, um, possibly 
you are very action oriented on your daily routines and like maybe it's time just to take a little bit and to plan out a little bit more with that Pisces, like relax a little bit more into your daily routines, maybe refresh them or see how you can um, use them in a way to help you get to whatever goal you're trying to get to. Oh, okay. So you're looking at where, which house Pisces was in at your time of birth. And then, so now that we're in the season of Pisces, we would, that would be what you focus on. Oh, I love that. Okay. And see now that right there is really powerful because we, neither one of us has to feel like we have to know everything about astrology because we won't there's there's always you know every time i think i get like oh wow i learned something new and then i might read something else it's kind of like way i'm like oh god you know i don't even you know i can't even it's that's math too right (laughs) um well it is you know because you got the degrees and all that stuff and i'm like i'm not interested no seriously um but for me my focus is okay pisces it's about you know artistic expression dreams um psychic development uh all these different like so whatever is going on in the ethers i will i will emphasize that so if someone is saying okay they want to build they want to start a business then i'm like okay so then this might be a good time to listen to your intuition what are you dreaming about um this might be time to maybe work on like a, a new logo or your branding or like what's the where are the artistic elements of your business so and you can go deeper a person could definitely go deeper mm-hmm. if they know where pisces is in their particular chart but my what i've what i've learned is that not everyone does so i'm keeping it by this is the season that we're in and mm-hmm. these are the these are the things that you can work on but of course if a person knows what you know what their what pisces or whatever the monthly season is like whatever their how it affects their chart they can go even deeper but at least this is a way that i can help people manifest using astrology and i don't have to go i don't and i don't have to claim to know everything right yeah because yeah because no when when the moon is trying with Saturn and Jupiter is in Mars and Pisces is in Uranus, I'm like, I have no idea what that stuff. Yeah, I said, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. <laughs> yeah, no, you want that, like, I don't know, get a book. I don't, I can't help you. <laughs> that is just not my thing. And one when I do understand astrology, I have faith that I'll understand. I'll learn it more. I would love to be able to explain it to people without having to say when the moon is blah, 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 because I don't know how we got on this tangent about astrology, but we're going with it. So <laughs> when because when people say that to me, it's like, all right, I don't understand what these words mean. Like I've heard the words before, but I don't know what they yeah. mean. And then to me, it just like loses its meaning because I'm stuck on Mars is trying with Saturn, but Taurus is in Uranus conjunct with Uranus. I don't know what that means. And I'm just Yes. Whatever yes. the message comes after it, I don't really hear it because I'm still trying to figure that out. So and and that's and that's what I'm talking about. It's like it's like people's brains, my own included, they just kind of go, they just sort of like my eyes start to glaze over. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but I think at least like the people that are, you know, students who work with me, they basically want to know what can I manifest this month? That's I mean, that's really it. So and that that's what I give them. Like when I tried to go too deep, I think people were like, uh, uh, so let's try to keep it as simple as possible. But astrology is not a simple kind of topic. So I'm like, OK, what can I what is the 
yeah, what, yeah, what is the thing, the teeny tiny thing within astrology that I can focus on? And that's what I do. So, and, and you're doing your own thing. So there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So what else have you been working on in 2021? Well, my witchy garden, I started that last year uh-huh. and um, I'm, uh, I kind of, let's see, after the wind, the, after, let's see, so I started growing herbs for the first time and I was so excited and I'm still excited that I had, um, you know, I found like all the herbs that you, that I would otherwise buy, you know, from the botanicas, you know, so I had rosemary and basil and thyme and sage. I had hyssop, uh, calendula. Now, not everything survived, by the way, let me be honest for you know transparency, but I had a whole bunch of uh, herbs that I grew. Some of them, most of them, actually, I got from, um, like a, what do you call that thing? A, a nursery. So they were most, they were small when I got them, but some of them grew really well. Like rosemary, like me, I think rosemary is my favorite, um, my favorite herb. And, and, you know, it's, it's protection, it's love and it's like mental clarity, but like me and rosemary, we're like this, like we grow, you know, she, she grows with me. She, um, <laughs> anyway. So, um, all of them, I, I, but you know, the ones that grew, they really did well. And it was such an opportunity to learn more about the herbs and to have a connection with them as they grew. I mean, there's, there's something about when you're growing in front of you and, and you're showing up for them. And, and like, I killed a few basil plants before I understood that you cannot have a basil plant outside when the uh, temperature goes lower than 50 per 50 degrees Fahrenheit. I didn't get that. So as I said, I, I went through several <laughs> before I real. And then when I did, by the time I learned that it was still early in the year, so it wasn't warm enough. So I had to keep bringing my plant inside and outside. Cause I had them still in like little planters. Mm-hmm. So I would move them inside and outside, which is a pain in the butt. So what I'm going to do differently this year, very soon, I'm going to start planting seeds inside the house. So, because those things take a while to grow. So I'm going to grow some plants inside the house. And now that I have a new house, we're, you know, we're in a new place. We even have a whole garden space. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Um, we have a garden space, but then there's also a, another like waist high. Cause you know, getting on your knees, I'm, I'm 54, you know, just getting on my knees on the ground. It's hard to get back up. I'm not going to lie. So the, where we live now, there is like a waist high garden. So all I have to do is just, you know, I can do it while standing up. So that's, there's a garden area like that. There's still another area where I have to get on my, on my knees if I want to do anything, but that's okay. That's okay. The main <laughs> thing, the main thing I'm getting at is you feel a certain kinship to your herbs when you grow them yourself. And it's just, it's like, who figured out that rosemary was good for protection? Who figured out that time is good for business, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel such a connection when, as my plants grow, and then I'm able to, you know, use them in my own, you know, spells and rituals. There's like nothing like that. And I didn't know what that was going to feel like. So so soon I'm going to start growing some things from seed and then I will, uh, and after 
Memorial Day, say, then I'll actually transplant them into the earth and then, um, you know, see what happens. So I'm just very excited. So so last year, so I'm going to do more of that. You know, you're asking me the question. And, you know, for my birthday, you gave me a lunar garden planter, which was so awesome. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to use this so I can plan by the moon because I wanted to do that. See, I did want to do that last year, but I uh what did i do i was too afraid like i bought i like i would buy the plants in the in the uh little what do you call those things in the little planters i buy the plants from the nursery and i was reading that you know you're supposed to you can plant seeds during the new moon and -hmm. you can transplant the planters into the ground during the full moon because it's it's about like uh, the moon and 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 gravity and how they grow blah 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 but I would get so scared, you know, I'd be like, oh, no, no. So like I wouldn't. So I just had the planters on top of the garden bed, not <laughs> in it. So eventually the the roots started growing uh-huh. from the guard, from the planter right into here. the ground anyway. So what ended up happening, <laughs> we talked to a gardener friend of mine or like Jim did. And he's like, and she's like, just tell Carlo to plant it. Just tell him to get off social media and just plant the damn thing. And I was like. I feel attacked. So Jim went in and, and he just he had to cut the plastic off mm-hmm. so we could replant it. It was it was a bit of a mess. But now then they just started to grow so beautifully. So, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. That was I don't know if that was the, just like the gardening uh, podcast <laughs> itself. I went off a bit, but um, I'm going to be definitely going deeper into with my witchy garden. Well, that's interesting. I'll, I'll be totally interested in how that I am not a gardener, even though my sign is supposed to be, I'm so not interested, <laughs> but I am interested to see how that works out for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> now I have a bathtub. My new place has a bathtub. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to be just growing all kinds of stuff for my spiritual baths. Y'all okay. can't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So Moving on to other things that I have, I mentioned um, in the beginning of this episode that um, I started with crystal, working with crystals, and I've always been fascinated with crystals. They're, you know, pretty and just like anybody else, you just collect all of them. They're like, they're pretty. And then at one point you're like, I have them. What am I supposed to do with them? Right. Like, how do I work with them? Because that's what I was like, I I got them, but I don't know how to work with them. What's the point? Like, so I had seen hibiscus um, moons um class for a couple of years four years we'll say mm-hmm. and every year i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then it came around in august of 2021 i was like this is the year i'm just gonna do it and i'm glad i did it because this actually 2022 is the last time that she's doing the academy she's not doing it anymore so i got to get in before um the class before she ended it and so with crystals i'm learning so much more of how how you can use them to balance your chakras i've learned how you can see energy coming out of a crystal how mm-hmm. um what crystals are called i've learned that um so i'm just showing this to uh, carla but i'll explain to you guys so people what people call selenite the yes. milky one that's yes. not this is satin spar oh it's of the same family as selenite. Selenite is clear. It's like, it comes in like they say, like a panes or slates and it's clear. But this, um, the milky one that people are calling selenite is actually satin spar. That's the one that people cut into wands, into bowls. The actual selenite, you it's 
it would flake off and break. It wouldn't happen. So even the one with like the little tiny, tiny lines that's satin spar too, or is that selenite? Like if it's clear, yeah, it's selenite. If it had if it's milky, it's satin spar. Oh, look at that. And because Ooh. they call it because we the customers will say we call it selenite. That's why the people who sell it, they call it selenite. So we know what it means, but, but they they have the same properties. They just look different. Oh, okay. So then can the, the satin spar, is that what you call it? Satin, satin spar. Mm-hmm. Does that also, is it also high vibrational and you can also use it to charge other crystals? I think so. I've heard that people can use it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had like an actual cell, that would be even better. But, but selenite and satin spar have the same properties. So. As oh. far as I can remember, there's not that much of a difference except for how they look. All right. But but does um uh selenite look like it has because I know that that selenite, or at least my understanding of selenite is that it's very fragile and then it's and then it like it could flake off. Mm-hmm. So is it possible that what I have is selenite or I have to show it to you, but it has like little tiny, like it looks like it's in um is it layers like tiny layers layered oh but it has to be clear it would have to be you can show it to me after we're done with this. <laughs> okay all right all right so yeah so i'm telling you you are like uncovering the secrets <laughs> of, of crystals because oh. i was surprised as people were saying like oh that satin spot i'm like wait what so I'm like doing the research and everything I'm like yep it is and another thing that um hibiscus moon says is that so people have been cultures way back before we we were even a speck of dirt and universe as I have been working with crystals. And so Mm -hmm. over time we have, when she feels that the meaning or the uses of the crystals have changed. So this is blue calcite I have. And so I know it as like for calm, serene. And she says that she feels like the energy is shifting. So just because someone says that this is for like calm and serene, it may not be that way for you. It could be for love. It could be for business. So it's not, mm. don't have to stick with the definitions that people have given it. It's yes. really about feeling into the crystal, what it does, how it works for you. Right. Right. Um, and she also talks about how she doesn't believe that crystals need to be charged. Oh, more scandal, more scandal. So, <laughs> she, um, yeah, it just does it, unless it's like holding like heavy energy in it, right? And she doesn't think that you need to charge it. It needs to be charged that often, like it can do it itself. And there was another thing that she said. Oh, she also doesn't believe in programming crystals. <gasps> Scandalous. So she's like, who are we to program and tell the crystal what to do? And I differ with her on that because I'm I like, because the crystal has like fifty million different properties to it. Yes. And yeah. I just want to make sure, I mean, I request, I hope it will listen to me, that the one, the thing that I'm using it for, this is what I need you. You can do all these yes. things, but this is the thing that I really need you for. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I continue to work with um, programming crystals because I believe in that. Well, you know what? I agree with you because I feel like the programming, maybe it's not for the crystal itself, but it's for me. It's for even my subconscious. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I am saying, thank you. You know, thank you, Crystal, for for giving me, you know, for removing negativity. And let's say, as you said, like, what if a, a crystal has like five different uh, 
you know, meanings. So if, yeah, five different properties, if I'm active, if, if I'm saying thank you for this particular property, the one out of the five, that's also me programming myself and saying, okay, when I add this crystal to the grid or to this spell, this is my intention for this crystal. And I think, yeah, so I, I'm with you on that. So, yeah, and, so. and oh, wait one more. And then the other part that you said about um, you don't have to pr- you, you don't have to cleanse or you don't have to charge a crystal. I can see how that makes sense because the crystal came from the earth, like it already mm-hmm. has what it has. So mm-hmm. I can understand if you you know if you might not want to, um, you might not feel the need to you know to cleanse it. But I think there are times when say you might be using. Maybe you might be, I don't know about a selenite, but maybe you're using like a, a clear quartz or something. You're actually running it over someone's body or mm-hmm. something for actual healing. And the idea is that it's absorbing, yeah. you, you know, that energy. And for that, I could see, well, you know, you might want to cleanse it. So, you know, I, I think whatever we learn, we can still have our own opinion. And and you know what? Like right now, because you just you just got your certification with Hibiscus Moon. You mm-hmm. are a certified crystal practitioner. And that's a wonderful thing. But over the next few years, you're going to go even deeper. And it's no longer going to be Hibiscus said. It's going to be like, this is what I say. I say, <laughs> I believe, I feel this is my take on it. So it's kind of like, you know, as we grow, the more we learn, the more we know, and the more that, you know, it's like what Oprah says, you know, this is what I know. Like, we know, we we figure out what we know after we've practiced and, and learned and, and done all that stuff. So go on with your bad self, Empress Shoshana. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I love working with crystals and using that for chakra work and also learning more. It's main learning about chakras and there are two different for lack of a better term that i'm aware of two different paths of of working with chakras Mm -hmm. i'm not going to explain those right now because i don't know i don't i'm not confident that i'm clear enough to be able to talk about it but there are different ways that people are learning about chakras um and so with learning and the book that she gave me was um she didn't give um that was an assignment it was vibrational medicine and using Mm -hmm. more of energy to heal the body and the mind and the soul and not going to this this western what they call the western way to heal like there's also a component where you can heal yourself using crystals and everything just energy in general and Mm -hmm. how you work with the chakras and how they came with the color it's just so like I'm going on, it's just so fascinating. And I'm just so excited that I finally took the time to get into the class. And every week I was going through and learning stuff and I was really excited about it. And I'm kind of sad that 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 is over, but then also she has advanced classes. Oh, like it's like a real, almost like a real academy. So you have the regular class and then you can become, so I'm a certified crystal practitioner and I can become, if I take these classes, um, an advanced crystal master and so i need to get going on that before the end of the year but there's like i'm growing the business i'm doing 20 million different things it's like well, right. time for everything but it's there for me and um learn about geography geology and um what the name of of crystals are like what we call towers they're just points they're mm-hmm. um eh, i'll explain another time but it's just like so fascinating to me and it's one of the things that i'm really happy that i took the time to learn so there you go 
good for you. Yay. Yay. So speaking of tools, you're talking about crystals. Um, just sort of a side note. I've, I got a lot of Oracle cards last year, lots of different yeah. kinds of cards. Mm -hmm. And so I, you could say that I got, I went a little deeper into Oracle cards. I mean, I remember at the end of last year, no, at the beginning of 2021, one of my goals was, or something I'd had on my, on my vision board was to create my own Oracle deck. And I didn't do anything towards that, but I bought a whole bunch of other people's Oracle decks. So it wasn't even the idea that I was going to, uh, it, it wasn't like I bought them because I was, I was like studying or planning to do anything of my own. I just found myself drawn to more Oracle decks last year. And, um, I really, I really enjoy them. And, you know, perhaps at some point I will create my own deck, but I, I think that was just kind of like a, Ooh, that's a nice idea. Cause I haven't followed up on that at all. I mean, my book has to get done first. <laughs> oh my gosh. The book. Yes. You originally thought it was going to come out. I think Halloween was the original. Yeah. That was the plan. <laughs> and then, uh, the plan was to do it at the beginning of this year, but then I had to move. So, you know, I had this, this unexpected move and that I feel like that pushed everything back by three months, but now here it is. I'm in a new, I'm finally, we're in the new place where it's not even spring yet. We, I'm going to start the membership, the month, the monthly membership. And now I'm in a better place to return to the book. Um, Cause actually I was asked to write another book for another company. I haven't even gotten into that yet. I have to like go back to them and, and say like, you know what? I can't even get into that yet because I haven't finished my book yet. Oh, you're going to oh, contribute yes. to somebody else's book? Well, yeah. So so there are a few witchy presses, um, you know, floating around. And uh, this, this, this other witchy publisher, she had written for other people and then she started her own press and she's like oh i would you know i'm starting my own press and i would you know i would love to have you write for for it and you know we talked about a different idea which it's, it's related to retrograde mm -hmm. and um to to mercury retrograde and i was like okay so i gave her idea you know and she's like oh that's great you know can you send me you know can you send me a proposal with like a couple of sample chapters i'm like oh that's great yeah 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 and she's like oh when do you think you'll be able to do that and i was like oh like probably february because you know i should have the book out january <laughs> <laughs> so i can't even think right now about when that could possibly happen it you know but at the time it seemed like, oh yeah, that, that'll be great as soon as I finish this book. But you know, writing a book, it really, everything has to kind of go off on the, on the back burner and you really have to focus on it and make something, you know, just to really get it out there. And I feel like I have a whole bunch of content that needs to be edited. I need it edited like big time. And, um, it, but you know, you have to be present for it. You have to be present and, and focused and, ass in chair in order to do that you can't do it while you're off gallivanting and flittering flitter fluttering to other plants and berries and flowers <laughs> yeah so um yeah so that's and, and and all i was just starting to say was i got a lot of oracle decks and this is like all this other stuff that comes up but um i really enjoyed oracle decks this year just like looking at different people's decks and and 
and the different options that are out there. You know, there's yeah. like self-care decks, there's spell decks, you know, you pick a card and it has different kinds of spells and they're just beautiful. And, and oh, it's there's so much beauty out there um, in decks. I think I think I'm, I'm good for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so Oracle decks were one of those things that I got into last year. I moved last year and when I did, I had about 20 decks in total and I gave away, that was a combination of tarot and Oracle. Mm-hmm. And I donated the ones to um, Goodwill that I, I, that I was just keeping around just because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't. And right now I'm back up to 20. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of myself because some like one of my Facebook friends um, was cleaning out her attic and she was posting things that uh, that she's getting rid of. And Jim pointed out to me because uh, she had spelled the word magical with a K. He's like, oh, I think you want to see this. And and then sure enough, you know, she had like a bag of runes. Mm. She had like a dream catcher. And then one of the pictures were a couple of of tarot decks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope. Nope, those decks don't call me. I guess if they did, I'd be like, hey, girl. But right. I'm like, nope, nope. I got plenty of decks that I need to, you know, refocus on. <laughs> <laughs> some, some decks have a time and a season when you need them at that time. And then now for me, and then I just don't need them anymore. Yeah. Um, and we, just to revisit me and the Rider weight deck, we're still... We're still warring with each other. Well, who is it? We there was. I don't know if it was in the. I don't know if it was in the Red Soul Flower uh, family Facebook group, but someone was referring to their Rider weight deck as like Truth Hurts. Did you see that post? Were you involved in that? that? So someone was talking about their deck and how they have a deck that's really blunt, and I'm pretty sure it was a Rider weight deck of some sort, and. Um, and the person said that she said that when she needs like the truth, you know, the, the blunt truth, that is the deck that she goes to. And she said she refers to it as the truth hurts deck. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. So, yeah. And some people love it. They think it's so beautiful. I do not. But it's, you know, it is what it is. It is. Everyone. Hey, everyone has a love affair with different types of decks and. Just me and Rider Weight, we just never have. I bought it in like so many different versions, so many different sizes. Hoping because when yeah. you because for me, when you come into this into tarot, people talk about, oh, it's so isn't it so beautiful? I'm like, I'm trying to see the beauty. I'm looking for it. <laughs> it's just not there for me. And so, and so, and then for me, that deck, my specific deck that I have, when I want the truth, I go to it because it knows that I don't think it's pretty and right. it doesn't like that too much. So it's like, you know what, go ahead, bring it, bring it. And when it does tell me something is going to come out, it does give me like a positive outlook. I get suspicious. I'm like, you trying to set me up. <laughs> so when I want to torture myself, that's when I go to that deck. All right, um, well. Yeah, I only have, but in truth, I was going to say I only have two decks. That's a lie. I have a, I have a um, tarot decks. I have a, an artist that I like, Cyril Machete. Okay. Um, he, I have a lot of versions of his decks. His artwork is so beautiful. So I think I have like about 
I have four, I think, of his decks. And that, and I had to, and I, when I moved, I gave away some. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, it's pretty, but I'm not looking at it, I'm not connecting with it. It's like, if I'm not using it, I'm trying to be a minimalist because when you are in the spirit and spiritual practitioner, it, you can collect a lot of stuff because everything's like, oh, you have to have this, you have to have this. And then you have, and then I have all this stuff. I'm like, well, it seemed nice when I first got it, but I'm like, I'm not using it. I'm not connected to it. There's no way I'm going to use it. So, so Goodwill gets a lot of uh, crystals and witchy stuff. Hmm. All right. Well, that's fine. Well, let me, you know, let me know next time you do. I mean, not like I need it, but I mean, let me know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, let's see. What well, what else? What else have you learned over the past year? The things that you have that have you have evolved. I would say my when I feel my most powerful is when I'm channeling Reiki. Because mm. I feel it in my hands, and then like I feel it like around my uh my sacral area and it just feels and i feel really powerful so when i'm i wish i would remember to do it more but when i'm not like feeling great i feel like you know just really like i feel it now i haven't done anything (laughs) like i feel like right in the center and so for me what i've learned is that i am powerful and i really can create what i want i just need to just focus on it and and to believe it Hmm. I love that. Yay! How long have you been practicing Reiki now? Two years. Two. No. Hold on. Three years. Okay. Dag, time is flying. What is going on? Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, I've started. I believe I started in 2019. Hmm. And I've got my first, I got certified in Reiki one in August, I think of July or August of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then in 20, in July of 20, 2021 is when I, of 20, each year I got one more. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think That's the masters I got um, in 20, July of 2021. Wow. Good for you. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> energy worker i'm like oh my gosh really like time is just flying it's true it is so true hmm. like that's like time keeps on slipping 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 future. <laughs> i got you on the sound effects girl you did <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say, uh, well, so, something else. I really went deeper into what I call transfer, transformational magic. Okay. Over the past, like when I first started as like Marie Lazo, I had been doing, like I, I was, I was coming from like the whole hoodoo. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first started, I was really focused on that, and 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 also, especially when you know George Floyd. Uh, when when you know when the murder happened and and everyone was really like focused on oh my god how how could this have happened and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden there was a lot of attention placed on black witches which was you know which was fun you know mm-hmm. it was it was like people were like 
you know, I can't, you know, like a little bit of flavor of the month thing happening, which mm-hmm. is, you know, which is still nice. And then people definitely were asking about, well, what is hoodoo and where is it from? And, you know, and, and the more I talked about it, because that's really what everyone wanted to know about, you know, yeah. and they wanted to know about uh, what is hoodoo? What's it all about? So I felt like I was on kind of like a tour, <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> tour to tell people what, what, what about how hoodoo was, you know, it, it, it originated, um, you know, in during times of slavery, when enslaved Africans who had, you know, originally had a, um, they originally had their own spiritual practice, but since they weren't allowed to practice it here in the New World and the Caribbean, they, they found a way, you know, they found a way to sort of disguise it under like Christianity and and Catholicism and all these other things. And the more I talked about it and the more I realized, you know, how much the world has and has not changed, um, I, I, I felt that, you know what, this is very much a survival type of practice. It's roots, put it that way, root work. It's roots are very much in survival. And even as, as I was, giving these different, you know, podcast interviews about hoodoo, I'm also acknowledging that this isn't the only kind of magic I was doing. Cause I'm like, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing, I'm talking about astrology and moon phases and metaphysics and law of attraction. And my ancestors didn't know anything about that. And when I was honest and looked at what I was actually doing, I'm not really doing hoodoo. So when someone had asked me to teach a class on hoodoo, I was going to do it, but I kept putting it off. I kept dragging my feet. And at some point I had to be honest with myself. And I was like, I am not really a hoodoo practitioner anymore. Like I I cannot honestly stand before anyone and say, yes, I'm going to teach you hoodoo. Like that's not really where I am Mm. anymore. If I ever was, because I was never like dyed in the wool I mean, because there's so many other other magical influences in my life that I share. So my my magical practice <clears throat> has transformed into what I call transformational magic, which is like a I consider it like a more high vibrational kind of magic. So like if if survival means I'm using magic to keep my to try to get my ex back or if I'm trying to stop people from gossiping about me or, you know, but I'm doing like really harsher kind of magic to do this. I'm like, that's not really where I am. And that's not really where I want to stay. So I'm like, what about, you know, my ancestors didn't own land, but myself and other people that I know, we're interested in buying land. We, we can do that now. And I'm not saying that we're not being discriminated against now or any of that. George Floyd was definitely an example of that if in case anyone had any doubts, but we have come so far and there's so much that we can still yet do. And because of that, I feel that our magic has to, or at least my magic has to grow and has to evolve. So I call what I do now more transformational magic. So like how can we use magic to do these, these more high vibrational things? So um, that's, you know, so helping people manifest their goals, their dreams, their aspirations, whatever they are, that is where I am. And whereas I'll say it's still the, the part of it that is still hoodoo is the part that is down to earth, 
the the you don't have to buy a lot of things you don't have to have like you know it's 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 still magic for the people <laughs> and is in as far that uh you don't have to have expensive chalices and and do all these fancy things to make your magic happen. I'm still very much about what is around you. What what can you what what do you have around you in your area that you can create magic with? You know, what are you inspired to do? What are you what what divine downloads are you getting in the moment? Like those are still those elements of hoodoo, shall we say, just like keeping it simple. That is what I that's where I am. But I'm like using those simple elements to transform your life in a big way that's that's where i am i'm like intersecting who do with living your best life yeah you don't even talk about who do anymore no and and that was and and that is a that that was a decision that was an intentional decision because i because the more i talked about who do the more i was also attracting people who might have been wanting to do more low vibrational stuff like hexes and and uh and you know get your ex back and i'm like that's not really what i'm into like but there's plenty of wonderful people who will help you do that and i'm happy to share you know i'm happy to send you that way but i'm i'm just in a different place now because at one point i was thinking because i knew i wanted to write a book and i my one of my titles i had in mind was the happy hoodoo and and I was like, I thought about it. I'm like, that doesn't really make sense because <laughs> the whole idea of hoodoo, people weren't, there's no spells for happiness right. in hoodoo. It's about how to protect yourself, how to, you know, how do you, how to, how to keep yourself from being oppressed and, and all those things have its place. And I still teach protection magic and all of those things because right. there is a need for that, but I'm not coming from that same place of, um this is it's it's no longer about just saving yourself i'm just not in that place anymore so i'm who happy hoodoo doesn't make any sense so and i'm like people would get pissed off like if i wrote the book that i wanted to write i would and, and the thing is and, and actually i don't really care about it's not that i care about what people think it's not it at all but that is not what hoodoo is about right hoodoo was made specifically to help African-Americans, enslaved Africans, how to deal with oppression. Mm -hmm. So there's no way to make that happy. There's, there's right. just no way. So it's like, I have to change that. So that's why my book is, you are the spell. That's <laughs> where I am now. So there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think, um, I think that wraps up our 2021. Yeah, I think I think we've come far. I think we definitely have. And it's interesting that we both dive into astrology a little more. Um, mm -hmm. And you with the I wish you all all the good growing goodness for your garden. <laughs> Thank you. Because that is not what I'm about. But and and so, yeah, so I'm excited to see what 20, 2022 has in store for us. And for you, dear listener, if you want to share like what it is that you have been working on and what you've learned in 2021 as your spiritual practices practice has grown, um, please come into the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook and a group and put that in there. 
also let you know that um, Aunt Carla and I are going live in that group a little bit more. So if yes. you want to connect with us, um, see what we're doing, what we're sharing. Um, of course, I'm sharing all the woo stuff and Aunt Carla's yeah. sharing all the witch stuff. We yep. would love to have you join our group. So until next time, make something magical happen. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.